0: I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart Joy comes
1: in the morning after weeping the night Before the struggles, burdens, pains have been swept out your front door That's right, the savior will protect you when you didn't think He kept you I know Jesus man You get slept on That's why I am here To put you on Cause if you are lifted up From the earth They will draw in Look at John chapter 12 32 And fall right into his joy Like no other That the Can never claim I declare when this is over You have joy in Jesus' name Amen
0: I got joy, 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 joy Down in my heart I got joy, 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 joy Down in my heart I got joy, 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 joy Down in my heart I got joy, 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 joy Down in my heart Jesus saved me And he changed me sacrificed his life And he
1: We can talk sports, we can talk politics, but let's talk Jesus. What up, world? Hoodies here with another brand new episode. Slam pack, gonna be powerful. I just know it. Episode of Can We Talk Jesus. Hey everybody, I hope you guys have been having a blessed day. Hope you guys have been doing well. Hope you guys have had um been safe from this rain. If you're in parts of the area where it's been raining downpouring and it just got ugly, but um yeah, so glad to be back for another episode. So glad to be back with um you all. Um, This is season four, episode 12. And this is gonna be a very, very powerful message tonight. And I mean, powerful, like this was smack dab into today. For today, I got this word from the Lord and the way it happened, But I'm going to take my time with this because I want to unravel, unravel it smooth and real good for you guys, because I'm telling you, man, it's 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 been in me all morning, all all day. And I couldn't release it until tonight. You know, everything was good and prepared and whatnot. But this is season four, episode 12. Can we talk Jesus? We are live here on Facebook. Periscope. Periscope is about to end soon. YouTube and on Twitter. And I want to ask that you click the share button um, on the replay. If you watch this, share it on your post. Um, if you're on Periscope, share on click share button there, Facebook. Because you don't know who needs this message. So this message right here, here, this message right here, is is very, very powerful that the Lord is giving me. And so, guys, I want you to share it with you, on your pages and whatnot. And whoever comes forward and give this message we'll be blessed and to hear it turned in i'm at work bear with me okay all right good to see you dustin so yeah this message here like i said crazy 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 good but um i want to do things in order so like i said this is camera talk jesus episode four season 12 i mean season four episode 12 (laughs) i am we're here so like i said i want to take my time I do have a song for you guys tonight. I do want to um, present it to you. It's an old song that I did back in my um, exaltation mixtapes. It's going to be from chapter two, exaltation. If Jesus, if you remember, my exaltation um, mixtapes were based off of rap songs or hip hop or R&B songs. And I took my lyrics and switched to the gospel. I mean, put my lyrics on there, on the um those type songs and i just enjoyed doing that because i was in a transition phase for myself as an artist and um this song is very powerful to me um i hope you guys will be blessed by it but it's called if jesus it's a cover to drake's um hotline hotline bling that i did a long time ago so i want you guys to check it out and here we go
0: Called you on your cell phone asking if you need my love. If Jesus called you on your cell phone asking if you need my love, you would in that call so quick because you don't want to submit. You would in that call so quick because you don't want to submit since you left since you were with you got a lot of problems friends and job and going bankrupt. Family support is not a resort. The only friends you got is what you shouldn't snort. Since you left the sanctuary, you
1: High note was given to you by ESO. Soul. <laughs> nah, I love that track, man. Um, when I found that uh, cover music, piano key music to Drake's uh, hotline bling, I was like, dad gotta be on that um, mixtape. And then I did this vocals and everything. Yo, that's still powerful to this day. I still love that track, but, um, that's by yours truly. Um, if Jesus and I was thinking about a friend of mine, I was thinking about, some of the people I was around in church during that time and thinking about things happened then and whatnot. And uh, it was just a powerful song that I felt led to. <laughs> yeah, felt led to uh, do. And um, uh, it's in my spirit, I just so I, I in songs like that is when I really it when, when I was real closer in the world at the time, I was like the songs like that. I like to flip. You know that's why I took Little Wayne's concept of it. You know he used to take songs and re- flip it and put his own lyrics on there and whatnot. That's why I took the concept from. So exaltation. All three of my mixtapes are available on my SoundCloud under the name of Hoodie, and you can go back and um, or oh, Actually, I think I had a link on my YouTube page, and um, you guys can check that out and the other songs I made at that time. But that was if Jesus now. Today, tonight, this evening, wherever you are at this time when you hear it, overseas and all these other countries on Anchor FM. And shout out to my Anchor FM family. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Um, with all these different countries that I see now, the guys taking this message is awesome. In the different countries I've seen, is awesome. So I thank you all guys for listening and chiming in. You can email me at gmail.com. I just want to hear how powerful this message. From over there. I mean, what 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 led you to listening to it? What got you there? What got you here? So I want to hear that too. And to those on on YouTube, Periscope, and Facebook, how did you get here? <laughs> other than you probably know me, then some you don't from through other people. But I want to hear it too. This is gonna be a very awesome message tonight that the Lord led me to um, get on um, talk about tonight. And it all started this morning. Um. So like I said share this message with um cuz you never know who's going to need this message. You never know who needs a message. It might be the last night to hear a message from the Lord and I believe that uh God truly spoke through this morning's events, uh this morning event. So but first I want to pray. So Lord God, we thank you. We thank you right now for another episode. We thank you Lord for this message tonight. We thank you Lord for how you presented it to me and how you're about to present it to those listening and watching and watching on Leap Replay. Lord God, I ask right now that you cleanse me of me and let you in- intervene and speak through me, Father, because we know that you are in the midst. We know that you speak to us. We know that you are, you never leave, never forsake. And so we ask God that ears will be open, hearts will be open to accept the truth that is your Lord Jesus, your son Jesus. And I pray God, that this message will be so life changing to someone or multiple of people tonight, God, that they will change their hearts, literally change, or in other words, repent of their ways because it is you that knows their heart and it is you that is speaking to their hearts. And I pray that through me, Father, that they will hear your words and they will accept your offer of, of salvation. It's in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray, Father God, right now that you forgive us our sins, known and unknown, conscious and unconscious, and that you forgive those who sin against us. Lord, let there be one father who will hear this word and be encouraged, who will be changed, who will make a shift in their life, because where they've been going ain't the way they need to go. And where they need to go and who they need to go to is eternal. So hear my prayer, Father God, it's in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. So you guys, wow, even even that, good evening. Demetria, good evening. So wow, even that prayer was powerful. So it's like this. So this morning, it was around 7 o'clock when I woke up, but I got this text around 4 o'clock from one of my friends, who's like literally really right down the street from me, who lives near me, gave me a message <clears throat> that there was a fire Across the street from their house now here's the crazy thing about this no none, none like two three four weeks ago, there was another fire, not the next house, but the second to the next house four weeks ago, fire across the street in front of his, in front of their house and it was crazy how there's just a house apart like two houses apart today this morning, I got a message that there was a fire. And I said, wow, that's crazy. Then my friend texted me, said that, um, did you um, read the story? I said, nah. Well, I said, let me go read it. So I went to our news, um, main news station here. I read the story. So it goes like this. Apparently, there were two siblings, a brother and a sister. They were planning suicide for themselves. That right there is just like enough for me. Planning suicide by burning down the house. But not only did they plan to burn down the house, they planned to shoot themselves. So in the reading of the article, apparently it was the brother first. The brother, um. Uh, they set the house on fire at this point. The brother um, shot himself, and it's hard right to talk about, but he he he, he, he um, surrendered his life basically. Then here comes the sister. The sister, you know, already had set the house on fire according to the document or whatever. Attempts to shoot herself. Key word here is attempt. The article said that the gun jammed. The gun jammed. It never went off. And she's still alive. She suffered burns. I don't know how severe they are. Right at that time, you know, the story is still developing. They're still investigating. I, I drove by there earlier today. The tape is still taped off and everything, the house is destroyed, like all the stuff is thrown out, you know, the roof gone, everything. And then um, it was just that moment there, when I read that a little bit after, um, I kept thinking this thought, God said no. What do you mean? God said no. I, I text my friend. And I told him, I said, and I, I want to go to the text. I said, God spared her life even when um, she was about to end it. The message I want to talk to you guys about is plans aborted. And then God gave me an extra thought right before I came on with you guys. And I was like, this is a heavyweighted story tonight. This is a heavyweighted message. Plans aborted. How many of us? I'm taking my time tonight. How many of us wanted to end something as extreme as Lord help me from ending your life, ranging suicidal thoughts. The this family, the two siblings had suicidal thoughts. One. It, it happened. I don't know, you know, things. God allows things to happen the way He it happens. You know, I'll tell you what my thoughts are about it, but I'm going to keep going. And the girls. She had that same thought in mind. She was ready to end it all. But the gun jammed. How. How powerful is that? That the gun jammed. It went off for the brother, but it didn't go off for her. What am I trying to say? God stopped that from happening. You like, how? No, God stopped that from happening. And as powerful as that, let me break this down to you. Even when the girl was about to end it all, God stopped the gun from going off. What does that say for the girl? It's saying that God is not done with this girl. This girl has a purpose in her life, amen. She, this girl has a purpose in her life that even when she is at her bottom, even when she is ready to end it all, even when she's ready to give herself up, give her life up, said I quit, because you know what suicide is, right? It's saying that God, this life is not good enough. You're saying to God that my life is not good enough. It's not worth it. It's not worth living the life that God gave me. So when you choose to do that and give yourself to kill yourself, you're telling God that I don't deserve to live. You're telling God that I don't have anything here. It's not a life worth living. And so I'm putting my life in my hands and ending it. And the gun didn't go off that's been stuck in my head all day the gun did not go off God thought that she was worth saving what did that sound like saving that she she gets to live now she will deal with the consequences of her action now her mm-hmm. brother I don't know you know I, I my belief is that you know God saw had something there was still something in that girl's heart and this is my belief. I don't know how true it is. That she didn't really want to end her life. She didn't really want to end her life. And God saw that. I'm going to use that that small hope right there. She didn't want to end. It. She really wanted to live. God is going to use that as a testimony. Like Even now, I don't know the girl. They live down the street from me. I, I've been passing the house many times. I don't know the girl, but I believe that the girl is going to be used so strongly for God. This situation here that happened to her is going to start. Be, is going to drop curiosity so quick. Why did this happen to me? A gift of hope. Amen. Why did this happen to me? Why can I go like my brother? Why did the gun not go off? This curiosity is going to start building. Right. I know this is a tough one tonight. Curiosity is going to start building. That curiosity is going to be a door. It is a door and it's going to open. She's going to want truth. What truth is going to come to her? I pray is the truth of the Lord. The only real truth, Lord Jesus. There's gonna be other said truths that's gonna to come to her, like all of us. I just drove to a store today at Office Depot. This guy was in front talking to some people, and I was hearing like different doctrines and everything. I was like, "Uh huh," and <laughs> I kept on walking. There's gonna, there's a lot of said truths that's not really true, that's false, and 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 it's like she is opening her that door to curiosity. I believe that truth is gonna to come to her, Jesus. He already has. How can you say that? The gun didn't go off. That 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 alone should be powerful enough for us tonight. The gun didn't go off. How many of us had plans, not to say give up your life, but to quit on the plans that God already gave you? Quit on your plans about your business. Quit on your plans about that job. Quit on your plans about that relationship. Quit on your plans about going to school. Quit on your plans about going to church. Quit on your plans about family, friends. Quit on something. And God abrupted and aborted that plan and said, nope, I'm not. That's not that's not my purpose for you. That's not my will for you. So what happened? What you tried to run away from? God didn't keep you away. God kept you right where he wanted you. You may have got upset. You may have um, didn't understand it. You've probably been frustrated, tried to run away from it. And every time you turn away, that same assignment, (laughs) I'm going to call it assignment, that same thing that you were trying to run from always appears back in your face. What do I mean? You can go from one job to another job to another job to another job. And you're trying to get away from something when the issue is yourself. So when you go from one job to another job, to another job, that same situation occurs. And you try to run from it again. And you're like, how could this be that every time I go to a different job? Sorry for shaking the table. Every time I go to a different job, it's the same issue. Maybe the issue is not the job. Maybe the issue is your mindset. Maybe the issue is your heart set. Maybe the issue is you that you need to fix or allow God to change what's in you so you can accept where He's taking you. That's why I call it cycles. We're going through the same cycle over and over again because we are going through a test. And God is saying that it's not time. I'm not going to elevate you to the next level because you haven't past this part here, it's me for me too. Certain things in, in, in what you're going through right now that you can't pass because you haven't seen, you haven't given it to the Lord first and you haven't seen the solution. The solution is not on the outside, it's not the external, it's the internal. And a lot of people don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that when, sometimes when people tell me about stuff, if it's about me. But I know that is real. I know it's something I need to accept. We need to accept our faults. We need to accept our mistakes and learn from them that this is meant to help me. It's not to hurt me. This situation with the girl, this is definitely meant to help her. Because, like I said, suicide is saying that God, your life, or my life has no, I, you don't, you don't matter to me. In my life it is it, not worth it. When God gave you, God gave her that life, and she's still living tonight. Now it may not be good right now because of the circumstance and the consequence she has to face, but I believe that it's gonna work out for her good. Romans eight twenty eight. It's gonna work out. The Lord saved you. Come on, and I've heard a story like this before, not from this fire situation, nothing like that, but trying to end their life in a gun and go off. I've heard this a story before, not from her, but from a different person, and it changed their life. Because they were trying to end it all. I've heard it before once. But when I heard this today, and I heard about the girl, and I was like, wow, the boy didn't make it with the guns, the the gun on, what's the word? Jam on her? That's amazing. Tragic, yeah. Amazing also, because God spared her. How many of us are really trying? To cancel plans, I mean, to set plans for ourselves, but God aborted them. The scripture I was supposed to share with you (laughs) is Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 8. I got plenty tonight, but it's for a different reason. uh, Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 8. And it says, and the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear, nor be dismayed. The girl did not know. She couldn't have known that God was always there. He was always with her. He never left. He never forsaken her. Jesus is always on time. This situation here is a powerful message because she thought that her life wasn't worth saving. And that's, and that song by Anthony um, I can't think of his last name right now, but I was singing all the time at my church, worth you thought I was worth saving. so you came and changed my life. you thought I was worth keeping, so you cleaned me up inside. you thought I was to die for, so you sacrificed your life so I can be free so I can be whole, so I can tell everyone I know. I believe that that girl, one day... One day, she will look back on this event. She will look back on this moment, because she was at the, her bottom of bottom. She was ready to give up her life. God said no, because I thought you were worth saving. And when I laugh like that, I know that's God's joy right there. You thought He thought she was worth saving. I cannot speak for the brother. I don't know why, where his heart was with God. God knows his heart. I cannot say why. That happened for him. Well, what happened to her? I can tell you that if he stopped it, the gun just worked. He stopped. Why? There's purpose there. And I want to encourage you guys tonight. There is purpose in your life. Everybody. There's purpose for all of our life. Everybody. Purpose for all of us, even the babies. And that's the main thought that came right before I came on this show. When I put the title Plans Aborted, I wasn't thinking about abortion. I, I was not thinking about abortion. I was not thinking about it, and God just crept that thing up on me at the last minute. It's like, whoa. (laughs) And so as I was putting everything together tonight, I thought about this movie that I recently watched. And it's a Christian movie. It's called It's a Life Worth Living. And it was about this guy, his family, but mainly it would focus on the guy. The man was on drugs. He was uh, um, adopted. And he was dealing with a lot of clashing between him and his uh, adopted parents. And when it, it, it went on throughout the movie, um, in his marriage, he was he had this a uh, dealer that he always went to. He, he went to high school with him. Uh, I forget his name, and he, he would always go back to him, his friend, the dealer, who always deal him. Um, I forget the drugs he was using, but uh, he'll come to me in a minute. But he was on it. Even it was affecting him so much that he couldn't come show up on his job. It happened one time. Boss said it happened again. You're done. And then also on the job, there was this guy. Oh, God, I always have a ram in the bush. There was a guy who was he dealt with this same type of uh, drug addiction, these drug problem. He was like, if you ever need to talk, you can talk to me. And he never really came to him until it got to the bottom of the bottom for his life what am I trying to say here? God already knew what was going to happen. He, he he, specifically planted someone in his life, even at an early time before he actually needed him. You know, and we have a lot of those. God has a lot of those set up in our lives. When, when it's the right time and we really need someone in our life for our help, he already had the person in place. It just needed to be at the right time. Man, this is good night. So the guy, uh, he ended up, um, drug, he was on drug, he got on his drugs again, he got on, he wanted stronger stuff, you know, and ended up, um, sorry about that, I don't know what happened, ended up going to the hospital, I think the second time, lost his job, had his wife left him, all this stuff was going wrong. And so he ended up uh, going back to his friend, oh, this was the cool part. So when he was talking to his boss, his friend, who was his coworker, Put a message in his lunch because he was like, I know you're getting chewed out right now. He probably get some bad news right now from the boss. But I wanted to leave you my name. I mean, I wanted to leave him my number so you can always hit me up. He didn't know any of that stuff until he got home or it was like a day or two and saw the note from the guy. He reached out to the brother. He told him about this uh, Christian rehab place. You know, they were so founded on the word of God and went to it he went in out like twice i think changed his life you know he slumped, and some of us slump sometimes in areas in our life where we're, we're struggling we're, we're going to do going and reaching for work out taking us trying to take us and sometimes we make mistakes and we'll slip but we got to keep going so he kept going and now at the end around the end he's doing like an interview by the way throughout this whole story of the movie and so he's telling about these different things And then at the uh, end, he's like being uh, um, he's like a motivational speaker type of way. But given his testimony to these groups of kids, all these people telling his about his life and his conversion, because he remember how he used to be in drugs and all that stuff. He lost his wife and um, well had a separation and everything. But the wife never gave up. She was like, "You gotta prove to me that you're done with this stuff. You gotta prove to me that you've changed." And he was like, "I'm gonna prove to you that I've changed." And he did. And so, after all that's said and done, at the end of the movie, like I told you in the beginning, he was a um, he was an adopted child. His mother, they they give a backlap back a backflash of the mother when she was young. She was about to go to an abortion clinic. All, this is all in the movie, and she was going on a bus, and this lady sitting next to her was like, um, "She remember when she aborted her child, I believe she said, and and she, she she was telling the girl that you shouldn't do it, cause and she didn't even ask, Well, I think she saw like a pamphlet or something. She just knew. I believe the spirit is on her. She just knew she was planted again for the right time, and she was telling her not to do it. So. The mother got off the bus. She was going into the uh, clinic, and there were these two ladies in the front with some pamphlets like, if you want to change your mind, I want to give you these pamphlets to think about it before you do so. And she took a pamphlet. And she was inside, and um, she never went through it. So she didn't go through the abortion. The boy was adopted. And then at the end of the movie, the dude that was interviewing her, the DJ, he was like, so is there anything that you would like to say? Because he hasn't found his mother. He doesn't know where his um, actual mother is. And he was like, "Uh, the, the DJ was like, have you thought about trying to find her? And he was like, yeah, but due to the events that's happened, blessing to you, due to the events that happened, due to the um all the things that's going on, he hasn't really got to it. But he the, the, the DJ asked him, he said, what would you say to your mother right now? And his actual biological mother was listening to him on the radio because she had saw on a story that the boy had saved this girl from being attacked by this man. And he was on the news and she saw that. So she was like, this name, I know this name. And she looked him up, started listening to him on the radio show. She found the radio station. She was outside listening. The boy said on the radio, he said, what I would say to my biological mother, never met her. This is what he said. He was like, I'm grateful that she gave me life and I hope to get to know her. And the mother broke down crying, broke down crying in the car. And after that interview, he comes out of the um, station and everything and she calls out his name from behind and he looks and now he sees his biological mother. The Lord, (laughs) In the movie, in this movie, there were many different instances. She had plans to abort the child. But from the bus, being on a bus with the lady, to the ladies that were in front of the building, the clinic, to going in and reading the pamphlet. She read the pamphlet, thought thought about it, decided not to go through it. The plans were aborted. I mean it in that way. She didn't go through the plans. And the son got to live. And through it all, they were able to meet again. I, that's why I was like, God, you just, this was right before I came on, y'all. I, I gave you the story about what happened today across the street, or, or, or down the street. God gave me that along with this. plans aborted. It's all tied into it. How many of us have plans that we try to go to, through and God stopped it? The girl wanted to end her life. The gun jammed. If y'all missed it, you got to go back to the beginning. The gun jam. God has a purpose for her life and God has purpose for you all's lives. So if you have plans to give up on something right now and it seems like. That is not going to happen, that it seems like it's always being coming back, you trying to leave it. It's always coming back to your face. It's always presenting yourself in a different way because God can do that. I, I It happened to me. I tell about my job all the time. It's like when I try to leave or try to uh, go to a different job or try to apply, all those jobs cancel me, <laughs> <laughs> canceled, rejected me. I don't know what cancel came from. I guess the cancel culture thing, going crazy with that logic, Cancel me, rejecting me. Even it was Christian radio, rejected me. I was like, God. It's a Christian radio that I want to go work. Cancel. Nope. You can't do that. Yeah, I applied twice. I think. Nope. It looks like we can't. And then there were other. I think there was like a one other job. I could never leave when I want. I applied to another job. He didn't want me to go through that. My plans were aborted. Why? Because I needed to have my faith grounded in the Lord so that when I went through my job at UPS and I went through the challenges I went through, even though it looked impossible, when I gave it to God, nothing was impossible for him. So that's why every task that was thrown at me, every task was dealt with successfully. Even the last task I had that I, I, I thought I could never go through was this pamphlet book that we had. And every time we peak season, we had all these new workers and we had to go through this whole pallet stuff of paper every day with these, how um, about I say students, with these workers. And I never did one. And I've been there for almost five years. Never did one until that last peak season. Because the guy that was there, he was like, we got to get it done. And so I was like, how the world am I going to do this? We never get like, go through it completely. And God set it up for me to do it in a way that could work because I gave it to the Lord. He made it happen. He made it a possibility and I got through it and everything got checked off. Some of us didn't even be able to get it all done, <laughs> but we got it. I got it done. Thanks to the Lord. So my message to you tonight, like I said, it has been it was a powerful message. How many of us is willing, is, is trying to give up right now? I said the girl had suicidal thoughts. She wanted to end her life, and God jammed the gun. Her brother was lost, and I and I pray for his soul. And the fire, the house is lost, but she still lives. She was about to end it all, but she still lives. God is real, and there's a purpose on her life. And I believe. I know some of you probably already heard it tonight. I believe that God's gonna use her mightily for the fact of that. That right there, that was just it for me. I was like, this is the message for now. I already said I was coming on tonight. God already moved me to come on tonight, Uh, but he gave me the message this morning. It's real, he's real. Don't give up on the plans that God has for you. If you create your plans and you think it's gonna happen, And God stopped them. He aborted them. It's because it wasn't meant to happen. So don't look at it as a negative that these things happen. Don't look at it as a negative. Amen. Don't think it as a negative that these plans stop. Look at it in a way that God is only taking you. To where you need to go, taking you where you're destined to go. God already has the plans, the purpose, and the thoughts that He thinks towards you. Jeremiah 9, 20, 29, 11. He already knows that. All we have to do is just follow along. <laughs> go as the Lord takes you, where He leads you, and guides you. May the Lord be shine upon your face. You know, let Him be the one that guides your path. He's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. So we just need to trust him. We just need to trust the Father. Let him lead you. Man, what's that song? I can't think of a name. Let Jesus lead you. Let Jesus lead you. Let Jesus lead you all the way. You got to let him lead you. Man, I've been taking a break seeing (laughs) it. But you guys know. But yeah, you got to let God lead you. These plans are being aborted because they're not meant for you, not meant for those plans to prosper. He never leaves us nor forsakes us, meaning that he's always with us. So he was always with her. He was always with her brother. The choices are up to them. But God saw fit to interrupt hers, I believe, because she's going to be used mightily. For the kingdom. In this event, she was at the bottom. But remember I told you about being at the bottom? You can only look what? Up. And while you're looking up, even if you're not even looking up, God is looking down. In this instance, God is looking down. And he interrupted. He's like, no, my daughter, it's not time. No, it's not time. There is still more for you. That needs to be done. I have some God, and, and another thing about this suicidal thought—it didn't come from God. So for those, it did not come from God. Jesus came so that we can have life, and life more abundantly. So if Jesus came for that reason, you know the thoughts of the of God are not to hurt, harm, kill. Sounds like somebody else. That doesn't sound like God. So when those thoughts came to her, that wasn't from God. That isn't from God. That came from the enemy. The enemy was speaking in her and her brother's head that your life ain't worth it. Just end it all. This is too tough. You got to give up. And this is not me nonchalantly. I'm not trying to be that. No. I'm saying this is how he works. This is how subtle he can speak. He can say something, and then we can be in agreement with it and say, "Yeah, it, my life is not worth it. I, it's not meant for me to live." I mean, God ain't been doing nothing for me. It's no. That's a lie from the enemy too. God has been doing a lot for you because if you've been waking up every morning and seeing another day and being able to breathe and being able to see and have all these senses, God has been doing a lot for you. Because a lot of us, a lot. Oh, I ain't gonna say a lot. There are people waking up, but I mean there are people that are not waking up. I go to the core of it because it's so important. It's so simple, but so great. There are people that are not waking up. And that lady, that girl was waking up every day. So it couldn't, she couldn't have said, God ain't been doing nothing for you. But that's what the enemy's gonna tell her, which will let her think that it's okay to end her life. That ain't from God. So we 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 can't listen to that. We we can't listen to these negative thoughts. And then, here comes the other part, give power to it. Well, since I'm hearing it, I guess that's that's God telling me. And no, no, you gotta get that thought out of here. Yeah, I, <laughs> I had a thought about my friends in a minute. You gotta get it out of here. You, you can't you can't agree with that. You, you can't give power to that. You can't give power to that. Yeah, let's talk about Jesus. You can't get, give power to that. Jesus don't want to give up. Let us get our thoughts be power to given to the devil. You can only the enemy can only be as strong as the power you give to him. So let's not give any power. My God says I can do all things through him who gives me strength. He never leaves nor forsake me. He is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. What am I quoting? I'm quoting that sword, the sword of the spirit, which is the word. I'm giving power to the power of God. I'm giving power to Jesus. I'm not giving power to them. Mm-mm. So when you have those negative thoughts, speak against them. And then and then I'm sorry. Hey, check it out on YouTube. Go, go to YouTube, uh EBS Productions LLC. Go to YouTube if it's freezing up because I'm on there too. Don't speak against it. Speak against it. No matter how crazy it sounds, Jesus don't exist. No, the devil is a lie. Jesus is Lord. He died on the cross for my sins. He came down to this earth in a human form. He is the son of God. He is one of the one of the holy trinity. He is the one and true living God. Oh, that lie just shut. the. I mean, that's not a lie. That, That shut up. The devil's lie. I'm sorry. That shut up. The devil's lie. So we have to speak against it. We have to be strong about this. We got to be uh, uh, bold about this. Anytime a thought like that comes in our mind. Anything, any, anytime. And that was just one example. And I know it, it, it doesn't, it's not the same example, of this, but it's so powerful I connected though. And I want to go a little bit deeper here too. So a little later, this was this morning I got this. You know, the fire happened. My friend texted me at 4 o'clock this morning about it. Fire happened. Siblings. the planned suicide, but one didn't make it. One made it. One didn't. And then, like a few hours ago, I was talking to another friend of mine. This is totally different, but it still connects. I'm shifting in a major way here. I just got home. I was getting some food for me and my wife. I come home. Before I go to give her some food, I turn on my Xbox. And if you haven't seen any of my past uh, scopes or my past stream, there will be times where my Xbox does not come on. I told you I shifted. It's times where the system completely doesn't come on. It will flash his light, and it will show nothing. It it will make the sound, but it won't cut on. It might sound funny, but get it now. It didn't cut on when I got home, because I usually just get on and watch um, YouTube or whatnot. This has happened like three, 4,000 times <laughs> for me. When that happens, that means that there's something that God wants me to do. And I need to get, deal with that before I do else, you know, even though it's good, pleasing and pure, whatever. There's something that God really wants me to focus on. And so what did I do? I just cut on TV to something. I sat and waited. I ate my food. I said, something's about to happen. I don't know what it is, but something's about to happen. Probably five, 10 minutes later, as I'm eating, a friend of mine calls. I told him i would call him back because I was eating. I'll call you back when I'm eating. I'm done eating. Called a person back and we had a conversation about conversations. Not important right here. We had a conversation. We talked. There were some things that we needed to discuss between each other. Nothing wrong with us. We just had needed to have a conversation. After I was done with that conversation with him, because this is weird. My Xbox, usually it lights up when I hit the button or whatever. It didn't even light up. It just made the sound. I unplugged the battery pack and whatever, plugged it back up, and then I talked to my friend. After I was done with my friend, I t- I cut on the, um, tried the Xbox again, came right on. What am I trying to say? I already told you. There's instances that happened before. The system went not cut on because I know that God is saying to me through a game system, yeah, through a game system, that I need to do something else before I can sit and do this, because He has tell He's telling me something that is very important for us to for me to do at this moment. And after I was done with the conversation, the Xbox came on like nothing was wrong. God will use the foolish things to confuse the wise. So don't try to think so heavy about it for those who watch replays. Like and they don't think so heavy about it. God can use whatever he wants to use and make things happen however he wants it to happen. You can ask my sister on here, Shanika. She's on Periscope right now. We were trying to give uh, uh, uh one of our friends, one of my friends needed to be one needed prayer, and she received salvation of Christ in the same night. And we was on here for multiple hours. You can go look it up. Can we talk body? It was the first, uh, second, uh, third episode. Um, I I can I'll go find it for you in a minute. But we stayed on all night. Amen. All night. And she got the victory. She gave her life to Christ. She said she'd done it before. She gave it to him, uh, gave her life again. (laughs) She said it. She said, I've done it before. But she gave her life to her again. Oh, to the Lord again. Don't Think that God can't use anyone, anything for His will to be done. If God is aborting plans, He aborted my plans. I was about to sit down, eat, watch some YouTube, and just chill. No, God said no. That was I was gonna be my subtitle. God said no. I got it written right here. God said no. He stopped the Xbox from working. He's I, and I already knew what that meant, cause. All right, God, because on another verse that God gives me on uh second Timothy, chapter two, verse four, a soldier pleases his commanding officer, he pleases his commanding officer, not to spend time on activities that are not part of his duty. Oh, look it up. The, the soldier focuses on the important things that pleases his commanding officer, doing the things that he's responsible to do. When that system shut on, um, didn't work and cut on. I was like, OK, OK. Yeah, okay, I know what this means, guy. You need It's something I need to do, and it's so important that you ain't letting this system happen, because you hadn't done this in a long time. So I knew, I already knew what my commanding officer asked of me. So all I needed to do was wait. Like that Neil Allen song I love so much right now, wait. Go look it up, man. It, it, it's powerful. Be anxious for nothing is in the song. Be anxious for nothing. You just wait. God has disrupted your plan for the night. Just wait, because there's a reason why he disrupted it. And it's not to harm you, it's not to hurt you, it's not to make you upset, frustrated. No, it's because something he needs of you right now. He needs you, he needs you all the time. He needs you right now to focus on what he's doing in your life. There is something major coming that he needs you to focus on and be attentive to. Your plans are being aborted tonight, because there is something that the Lord wants a full your full attention to. So I don't know who this may be for, but if this is happening to you, whether it be an Xbox messing up, whether it be a a, a, a gathering that was canceled, whether it be of a, 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 somebody you text or stopped texting or didn't contact you or didn't reach out to you or something about your job, if it's something that's going on in your life and you might be watching this on replay, whatever whatever the Lord leads you to the day the day the time to watch, if there's something that's going on today that just doesn't. Doesn't make sense. Maybe it's God in the midst stopping this so you can redirect, refocus, realign back to what He is telling you to do and where you need to go, where you truly need to go. Maybe you're too afraid to take this step, but God is saying, don't be afraid. Didn't He just say, be not dismayed? Didn't didn't I just, did not, hold on, let's go back to that. And the Lord, He is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you, nor forsake you. Do not fear, nor be dismayed. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse eight. He said, do not fear. And it said all the time. There's so many times that God says, do not fear in the text, in the scripture. He says all the time. So don't be afraid of this, what's happening. And you're trying to go in this way. You're trying to run from it. But God is with you. He never leaves, nor forsakes. He's always with you, always on time. He's making it happen for you, working it out for your good. Even if you don't get it, it's probably true because you're trying to understand in a carnal mindset. But God's thoughts are higher and above our thought thinking process. So you got to make a shift. God, ain't, he ain't going to make his shift. <laughs> he already know where your destiny goes. He already know where your destination leads to. He just waiting on you to be in alignment. And in agreement with him, so that you can fall into the is the, the the lane or the road or whatever the the place where God is taking a destiny for you to go. Man, thank you, God. We have to be in att- attentive of what God is showing us. In anything, whether it's about taking some vaccine, whether it's about. Go into some job, whether it's about whatever, we've got to go to the Lord in prayer about these things. Don't just say, oh, it's best because so and so said, no, nah, no, nah, I rebuke that. You go to where God, you go to God and see what He says to you. And I'm talking about anything, you go to the Lord. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And it is written, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So when all things go to the Lord, don't just do it because somebody else told you that the news told you that so and so told you. No, you go to the Lord, period, with the T and exclamation point. (laughs) You go to the Lord. ain't hearing that. I'm not hearing that. If the Lord told you not to take vaccine, then you follow what the Lord said. But how can you, if the Lord told you not to, you follow what the Lord said. If you have this relationship with God, you follow what the Lord said. If the Lord said not to go to a certain church, you follow what the Lord said. I know I'm being seven on some toes right now. If God told you to do something that is against status quo, you go where the Lord says. Because everything that's being said in this world ain't of God, let me tell you that. Everything that's being said on the news, wherever it is, your church, your job, everything that's being said is not of God. All right. That's why we say that you have to have a personal relationship with him. You have to be focused on what God is telling you. And what God is telling you, a lot of people ain't going to like because a lot of people ain't aligned with God. So if they're not aligned with them, with the Lord, and they telling you stuff and it don't make sense to them, but you telling them what God told you and they get angry. Why? Because they're not aligned with God. So we got to go where the father tells us to go. We got to go where God tells us to go and listen and do the things that God told I just said, second Timothy, chapter two, verse four, I said. A soldier pleases his commanding officer and does not spend time on activities that are not a part of his duty. If you're focusing on the things that are part of your duty, your responsibility, if you're reading his word, I know I'm talking real fast. I'm sorry. But if you are staying focused on the things of God and doing the things that he's post, you're supposed to do daily, meditating on his word night and day, if you're focusing on the Lord and what he's telling you, then when this other doctrine, noise, voice, whatever, starts coming against what God say, what you going to do? You're going to go against what they said and you go with what God told you. Whew. So who do you serve? <laughs> it always ends with that question, right? Who are you choosing to serve this day? Because you can't have two masters. You can't be double minded. Scripture say you can't be a double-minded person. You got you got to pick one, love the other. I mean, love, hate the other. Love one, hate the other. It paraphrasing. You can't serve two masters. So we got to tune our ears. What do we mean by tuning? What do we mean by tuning, guys? What do we mean by tuning? I'm talking about reading His Word. I'm I'm, I'm talking about being in, in 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 the in the um. Being focused in the area of God, in the presence of the Lord, thank you, Lord, in the presence of Him. You know, focusing on music that is about Him, worshiping Him, and I'll tell you this: I've been dealing with some things personally. I'm not going to be in all detail, but I know how God speaks to me through music. So I was sitting in, in 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 um in part of my house, and I was not in a good mood. I was actually frustrated by something, and it's about something that the Lord has been testing me through. I don't know when it's going in. I'm not going to discuss it, how, what it is. I'm just saying I'm, I'm going through something with the Lord. He's allowed me to go through this test. And so it's been very trying. It's been going on for a while now. It's been very trying because my flesh don't like it, but my spirit understands Spiritually minded people, you will catch that. My flesh don't like where the position I'm in, but I know where I'm going is where God wants me to go. He has greater for me, and I have to go through this because greater is coming out of me. And all that negative stuff is getting out of me too. So greater is coming out of me, I'm following. So I was, like I said, I was in part of the house. I was very um down, and I just suggested this song earlier. This song called uh, by Nia Allen called Wait came on. Power was on, I've heard it quite a few times, but the time it comes on as I was talking to God, I, I told him how I felt during this time. And it was it dealt with that song. That was his answer. That was his reply. He was like, wait on me. Don't be anxious for nothing. But talk to me with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Make your requests be made known to God. Start talking to me. That's what. I, that's all I could do, really, in that time. That's all I know really, how to do. That's all we need to do. Start talking to God. God, I feel such and such way. This is tough. It is challenging. I just don't understand. I'm angry. I'm not angry at you. I'm angry at the process. I'm like, I've had enough. And God plays this song talking about waiting. I know a lot of us will be like, what? You want me to wait? I just told you I'm upset. I just told you I, I'm tired of this mess. I'm... And God says, wait. That's probably a very disliked word for a lot of us that's going through a test. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, that and the word delay. I used to not like that word either, but yeah. but. He was telling me to wait because in this time and process, this is where I need to go to him. This is where in the most critical time, because when I'm weak, he is strong. As Paul says, when I'm weak, I was weak. I'm testifying y'all now, even before it's over, even before the test is done. I, 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 I was weak, but I went to the one who gives me strength and spoke to me through that song. And when I heard that song, when I started listening, tears started to flow. I don't cry a lot. I'm just be honest with you, I don't cry a lot. When I heard that song, and when I was in my place, in that, in that place where I was with God, and I heard that song, tears flowed. And I'm like, and I just told him, like before, right before it even came on, I was like, man, you know I don't even cry that much. <laughs> oh, and then the song came on, and I started listening, I was like, wait, this is. This is, this, is, this is talking back to me. This song is speaking to me right now. God. And so, like I said, God can use anyone and anything he wants to use to speak to us, to get our attention. Not the first time, because I I, I I do music. I mean, he's been speaking to me through music a long time. So I knew it was, I knew it was him when I heard it. Tears began to flow. I was like, God, that, yeah, that's you. I felt so much better once I, I, I cried it out. I felt so much better. I was so much at peace because I'm in the midst, God. You hear me. You hear what I'm saying. And God knows what you're saying. He knows the thoughts that you have. He knows the thoughts before you. And think it. Scripture says. So, don't be dismayed. Have no fear, as Deuteronomy 31:8 says. Just give it to the Lord. Talk to Him communicate with him. And then the last thing that happened today when I was talking about the suicide planning and everything in that family, when I was um, in the kitchen cooking for me and my wife, this song came on, I already, well, I already said it. You Thought I Was Worth Saving, Worth by Anthony. Um, I can't think of his last name, uh, yeah, but you know who I'm talking about. You Thought I Was Worth Saving. That song came on minutes after thinking about it. You know, I took it. I even went back to my room. I wrote it in my book. I said, This is something I need to remember for tonight for you guys. I said, Word, you thought I was saving? Playing on TV minutes later. I just wrote that down. I went to the back, wrote it down, came back because I was cooking some bacon. You can't stay long. You can't stay long away from bacon. And then a minute later, the song comes on. You thought I was more saving. I was like, I got. <laughs> all right, God, you 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 want to do you want to do me like that? Confirmation, cause your life is worth saving for all of us. Doesn't matter what you did, doesn't matter the severity severity of what you did. God still died on the cross for our sins, cause while we were yet sinners, as Scripture says, Christ died for us. Doesn't matter what you did. I don't mean go and do it. Anthony Brown, thank you. I don't know why I couldn't remember Brown, I'm sorry. Anthony Brown, even though it doesn't matter what you did, I'm not telling you to do it habitually, I'm not telling you to do it at all. If you did, God still loves, God still forgives. You have to go to God, ask for the forgiveness. So, I've unraveled it all tonight. (laughs) I've unraveled the message, almost all of the message. And I believe this message tonight has been very powerful to the ones that, you know, are dealing with suicidal thoughts. They are dealing with defeated thoughts. What I mean, giving up on the things that God wanted us to do. But we're saying, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. It's ain't for me. I thought it was for me. I quit, because God, you quit on me. The devil is a liar. He didn't quit on you. But there are people battling with this tonight. And I asked the Lord, I said, someone, I don't know who it is. I don't know when it's going to be. But when they hear this message tonight, when they hear the message about this girl who tried to end their life this morning, and the gun jammed on her, didn't jam on her brother. It happened for him. But the gun jammed on her. I said, God, that is a powerful that right there alone. As my pastor always say, that'll preach that alone. preached itself. The gun jammed. She's living. God still has plans for her. And there's a lot of us. God still has plans for you, even in your state of defeated mindset, even in a state of a of a suicidal mindset. God still has plans for you. That's yes. she. So I pray, Father, right now. For those souls, God, who are at the right at the threshold, right at the bottom of the bottom, Lodi Bar, as they say in scripture, right at the bottom. I pray for those right now that they can only look up and see you. They have have been to the body. They don't know where to turn, God, right now. But I pray that they just look up. Because Scripture says, talking about you, paraphrasing, talking about you, Lord, everybody will know the Father. Everybody knows the Son. You will make it happen away. Somehow you will make it. People will know in their body. There is the one and true living God. And maybe this is the time, it should be, the time right now, even at the lowest low, they will witness to you. They will witness you, God, show up in such a way, I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. And just like you did for the girl, I don't even know her name. I just know it happened, the gun jammed. And that was enough for me to carry this message tonight for your people. That God, even at the last second, you interfered. So we can't say that he can't make a way. We can't say that he can't heal heal us from our diseases. We can't say that there is no God. There is so much evidence here on this earth to say that. How could it be? How could it be? How could it be? Devil. I mean, doctors couldn't explain it. How could it be? the 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 lump was there but now it's gone oh get in my head, I'd ask you. The, the 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 cancer was there but now it's gone the, the the disease was there covid was there but it was gone how could it be how could it be let me let me let me spell it out for you how could it be equals j e s u s jesus be there always ever present never leaving never forsaking Lord, I pray right now that in the midst of their lowest lows, in the midst of their biggest fears, in the midst of all that is being conjured up in the mind, whatever it is, you interrupted, you smashed all that stuff down. You said, I am that I am. And I'm here. I've been here. And I'm showing you me because I know your heart. You've been crying out to me in your heart. You may not have said it, but you crying out to me in your heart and I hear you. And I want, before you pull that trigger, before you overdose, before you take that car and run it into that building, I know this is powerful. Before you get ended and it off a cliff, before you do that, I want even in the last second, my last second miracle, even in the last second, God is showing up. He is showing up to you, even in the last second. For the ones listening now, for the ones listening later, in the last second, this is it. This is God showing up and telling you, no, I'm canceling this because this is not the plans I have for you. It had to get to this point. But here we are. The Lord isn't stopping it all and taking you where you need to go. But in Jesus' name, I pray that they make that decision. Even in that last second, they make that decision to put the gun down, put the, the, the drugs down, put the, 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 put the keys down, put the liquor down. Put all the stuff, negative stuff, down. Put all the devices down. Whatever is causing you to want to lose your life, you put it down. You throw it away. You get rid of it. You throw it in the trash. However you want it out of your sight, out of mind. Get it out of your house. Yeah, my yada see, God says get it out of your house. Whatever it is that is causing you to fall into this temptation, God is leaving that door open. Get it out get it out he always provides a way out get it out in jesus name whatever it is that pornography get it out because it's driving you crazy get it out that weed get it out so lord hear my prayer i know this is tough and i can't say I understand every situation you're speaking because I don't suicide thoughts. No, I, I don't know what that's like. But, God, you thought it was worth mentioning and talking about tonight to those who have those thoughts. And I may not know, but God knows people listening. God knows your mind. God knows your heart. He knows your thoughts right now. And if your thoughts are to end it all, God says, no, plans aborted. I have plans for you. You may not have a, a, might not believe me, but out of love, God is showing you now. He's stopping you in that last second. And I pray that you receive it, accept it and turn the other direction and change your heart. And what do I mean by that? Somebody, somebody doesn't know Jesus. And the Lord moved in my heart tonight that if you want to know Jesus, (laughs) and you believe that he is Lord tonight, if you believe that Jesus is Lord, if this is your first time and God has spoken to your heart tonight, I'm following the example that he showed me. As we came and approached my sister Vanessa that night, I'm following this example. If you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that Christ rose, you are saved. But let me give you some scripture for you right now. I know this is new for me. But I want to show you, Jesus. I want to show you the things that must be done. I want to show you the example. I'm following my sister's example that the Lord gave her. I took the scriptures down. I'm going to present them to you. This is your decision today. I'm not forcing. I'm not compelling. I'm not doing any of that. I'm giving you what the word says. So let's go. Let's go. So first, if you confess with your mouth, repeat these words. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. And I believe in my heart that Christ rose from the dead. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10 says that you are saved. You don't believe me? There's some scripture there that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you said these words, if you repeat after me, you are saved. Now, let's keep going. What do you mean? Well, it says in James, (laughs) That faith without works is dead. Your faith spoke tonight. Now I got to tell you the rest of it. Now I'm going to tell you the works that come with it. Now I'm going to tell you what it is that needs to be done now. Since you said it with your mouth, believe in your heart, I'm going to give you the rest. Uh, Acts chapter 2, verses 38. See, this is how God does things. With Shanika, I'm telling you, man. This This is how God, he he got me out this. He got me out here. I'm, I'm walking on the water. Acts chapter two, verse 38, from the New King James Version. Then Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, baptism. But you just said, Yes, I said, believe and speak with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that Christ rose again from the dead. You confessed it with your mouth. You, sh- you, you spoke your faith. Now the works come. I'm going to give it all that I've been led to do. So G- Peter is talking about repent. What did I say earlier? Change your heart. In an easy read version, it says change your heart. Actually, yesterday, God led me to Revelation chapter two. Um talking about changing your heart, like three times I underlined it. Changing your heart is repentance. So he says, not only confess with your mouth, not only believe in your heart, Jesus is Lord, but let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. You will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So you have to be baptized. You have to go to a church where the baptism in the name of Jesus is being offered. Or, thank you, Lord, by a late apostle. Prophet, whomever God is called to give you this baptism, might not even be in the church. How can you say that if God called a person to be an apostle, called them to be a prophet, called them even not even in the church, and they and they come in for baptism, you come for baptism. If the Lord called them, you don't need paper for that. If the Lord called them, there is another way. There's someone else you can go to. So, oh, I'm gonna click the wrong thing, Lord. So yeah. So and then also, what does it mean to be born again? Like I said, I'm following this example. I'm giving you the scripture. If you have confessed it, thank you. You are now with the kingdom of God. You are now with the G- with Jesus. You are with the Christ believers. There's more to be attached to. It is here comes the work. You said it with your mouth. Here comes the work. Okay. So what did Jesus mean about being born again? All right. This is a. Uh, Uh, John chapter three, verses three through eight. And I want to read it from the easy to read version. Very simple version. I, I, I like the easy to read version. It says, Jesus answered, I assure you, everyone must be born again. Anyone who is not born again cannot be in God's kingdom. Nicodemus said, how can a man who is already old be born again? Can he go back to his mother's womb and be born a second time? Jesus answered, believe me when I say that everyone must be born from the water and the spirit. Anyone who is not born from the water and the spirit cannot enter the kingdom of God. Let me rewind that. He said, believe me, Jesus said, believe me when I say that everyone must be born from water and the spirit. Anyone who is not born from the water and the spirit cannot enter God's kingdom. The only life people get from their human parents is physical, but the new life that the spirit gives to a given person is spiritual. Do not, do, do not be surprised that I told you, you must be born again. So this is what being born again is about. The wind blows wherever it wants to, you hear it, but you don't know where it's coming from or where it's going it is the same with everyone who is born, sorry, from the spirit. So this is what it means to be born again. You've been born in this earth, physical birth from your parents, but this is the birth of the spirit, born of of the Holy Spirit to be baptized. Baptized, Baptizing is taking your body and to be submerged into water, just like Jesus was laid in the temple. I mean, in in the tomb, he was put down and he rose again. This is what it's emulating. It's emulating the resurrection. You are being resurrection into your new life. The old man is left in the grave, right? And new life comes up because you're leaving that old man. You're dying to that flesh, and you're being born by again by the water, which is baptism, and now the spirit. And what did we say about the spirit? So this will be from, um, And like I said, I know it's a good bit, but I'm going to keep going. Galatians chapter 9, I mean, 1, verses 9 through 12. It says, and I said this before. Now I'll say it again. You have already accepted the good news. So this is what I said in the beginning. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that Christ rose again from the dead, you will be saved. That was the faith, that was the confession. You've accepted the good news, but here's the rest. Anyone who tells you, well, I gave you the rest. I told you about, about you must be born again. So this is what Paul is saying here. Now I say that again, you have already accepted the good news. Anyone who tells you another way to be saved should be condemned. Now, do you think I'm trying to make people accept me? No, God is the one I'm trying to please. Am I trying to please people? If I wanted to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. And that's why I'm doing this the way God is leading me to do it. I'm not trying to please people here. This is about salvation. This is about the afterlife for you. This is about where you go when you leave this earth. This is about giving your life to Christ. Brothers and sisters, verse 11, I want you to know the good news, that the good news message that I told you was not made up by anyone. I did not get my message from any other human. This is not from the flesh. This is not from man. The good news is not something learned from other people. Jesus Christ himself gave it to me. He showed me the good news that I should tell people. People argue about this, 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 this word, this Bible came from man. It was man written. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. Man wrote it. But the inspiration of it, the words, all of the word came from the word of God, Jesus Christ. It came from him. It didn't come from man. So let me knock some lies out now. It didn't come from man. Man wrote it. But the words came from spirit, from the spirit, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of God came from him. All right. So that's that. And then the last thing I want to give you is Mark, chapter 16, verse 16. And it says that whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. So there's that confession. There's the baptism. That faith and the works. Faith without works is dead. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But those who do not believe will be judged guilty. That's from Mark chapter 16, verse 16. So, guys, tonight, I don't know who this may be for. I don't know. But I want it to be in obedience and concordance with what God was saying to me. There is someone who's going to need this tonight. There's someone that is hearing this message they will hear this message and hear Christ talking to them, talking about their life, talking about giving up. And God is saying at the last second, no, don't give up because Jesus is right at your door. Jesus is ready to show himself to you. He's been showing himself to you. I'm sure he's showing you in such a way you can't deny him. And if it's coming through this show, so be it. However God does it, he does it. I'm just being obedient. If you have given your life to Christ tonight, if you confess with your mouth. Yeah, I'm saying it again. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that Christ rose again from the dead, you'll be saved. Then get into a church, get baptized by be born by the water and the spirit, receiving the Holy Spirit, which is the, the part of the Trinity. God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, your advocate, the one that speaks on your behalf. That's an advocate. Holy Spirit. You're receiving the Holy Spirit, him, not it. You're receiving him into your heart. The one who's with you always speaking in you. The right voice. Amen. Speaking in your heart, the right voice. And leading you into all truth. That's why I'm here tonight. It's to encourage you. It's to save some souls tonight. God didn't know. God is saving souls. He's using me to do it. He's using me tonight to do it. This is about salvation. This is what this is, this is the main thing we as Christ believers are doing. Telling the good news and giving you, showing you what it the opportunity, what it is, giving your life to Christ. It ain't hard. <laughs> this part is not hard <laughs> to give your life to Christ. It's not. It's not. Giving your life to Christ will be the best decision and it always will be the best decision you will ever make. How can you say that, Earl? By faith, I already know the Lord is real. And where this home, this earth is not our home. I'm telling you best decision ever made. You can stamp that. Best decision ever made in your life. So if that's you and you have accepted, you don't have to tell me, you can email me if you want that this is for you, then I praise with you, with you my brother, my sister, whoever it is, um at EB's production, you can email me there, you know, so cuz I want to hear, I want to rejoice if you don't want me to talk about it out in public, that's fine. I don't want to, know. I want to know because God is speaking to somebody or certain people. I keep saying people because I'm not sure it's multiple, I'm not limiting him. But I want to know. Message me. But that is all I had for you guys tonight. I thank you all for coming on. Jesus was in the midst. As my sister said, Angel, the angel was here. Angel of the Lord was here, and I praise God for that, giving me the power to do that, giving me the strength to do that, because I was walking in an area I don't usually walk in. I know my sister took care of it on my other podcast a few days, a few weeks ago, and I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, how do I direct this? And the Lord was with her and moved her, and, that, and I'm thankful for you, Ms. Shanika. and thank you for letting the Lord use you for my friend. And tonight it was like, what? That mantle was shifted on me. <laughs> was shifted on me so I'm I'm just being obedient and uh I pray that you guys have been blessed um so thank you for coming on um favored by God thank you my sister Shanika good night to my mother Uh, thank you for coming on and uh for to the one that received um the gift of salvation night accepted Jesus Christ tonight congratulations to you congratulations to you and uh I'm gonna keep saying congratulations to you because the Lord got the victory. Victory is already won. Amen. Thank you. Blessings. Um, um, Shanika. I mean, Shanika said, blessing to you, my mother. <laughs> blessing you, she's my sister on Periscope. So yeah. But yeah. Okay, I'll let her know too. But yeah, you guys, that is all I have for you all tonight. Um, let me be obedient. If there are any prayer requests tonight, if you have a prayer request, amen, and you can um put it in the comment section below because I am being stretched in a good way, meaning that I don't want to um be, uh, what do you call it, preemptive, stopping stuff early. I don't want to. I should let that be known. Excuse me. Just like salvation, I just gave you. I should let that be known every time on any stream that I do. And prayer is one of them. So, if anybody has any prayer requests before I go, as the Lord leads me, I will pray for you. Okay. 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 So, if anybody else has any, yes, you can pray for my Aunt Shirley. Okay. All right. So we um, thank you, God, right now. for favor by God's aunt. I thank you, Lord, for Miss Shirley. I thank you for the healing right now on her life, Father. I pray, oh Lord, that you give her the strength that she needs, Lord Jesus. Help her right now into everything that she's battling. Lord God, you know that victory is in you. And I know that, Father God, all things are possible through you. <clears throat> you. And I know, God, that you already have the victory won for um, Aunt Shirley right now because you already said it in your word, victory is already done. All the way from from Genesis to Revelation, victory is already done. And so forth to her aunt right now, Lord, I speak healing. I speak deliverance right now in Jesus name that whatever she's battling, Lord, whatever that sickness she's battling, Lord God, right now, Jesus, it will be healed and dealt with right now by the fire of the Holy Spirit coming down from heaven. God, in Jesus name, I pray it will be done. It's already done. In Jesus name, by faith, it is already. She is already healed, Lord. And by faith, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, because voices will want to say it's not over. It's still going. But I say that God already said it's already done. And by faith, I believe that healing is taking place. Hmm, Definitely walking by faith on this. Healing is already taking place. And it's in Jesus' name that Aunt Shirley got the victory, got it, meaning it's already there. So it's in the mighty name of Jesus I pray, amen, amen. I I pray right now favored by God. I only know in part, but I believe it's about healing. I believe it's about healing. I don't know the sickness, I don't know but I'm 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 going by faith. And I pray in Jesus' name that um victory has already been established in the Lord. So if anybody else has any prayer requests before I go, you can just type it in the comment section. Um wow. If not, I'm going to pray for our country right now, the world right now. Because I've been hearing about a lot of just death right now. Dealing with like Keyshawn Johnson is a football player. He he lost his daughter. I don't know the reasons why you know, he lost the daughter. I, I, I don't know what disease sickness. I don't know what happened. But it's like a lot of people lost their lives recently by shooting. I I, I don't know. And so I want to I wanna pray for those who lost a loved one recently. And um, I'm going to continue to pray. So Lord, I pray for them right now, the families that lost loved ones who have um, just dealing with loss, continue, still dealing with loss. We dealt with so much loss last year, God. Oh, OK. Oh, wow. All right who now I'm convinced. <laughs> well I do apologize for that I do apologize for that I'm gonna own that one I'm gonna own that one I'm gonna own that one I was just being obedient okay so yeah all right so I will pray for the loss of her son. i'm sorry guys i apologize for that i will hold myself accountable for that so all right so we pray for favorite guys auntie who lost their son okay okay because <laughs> I, like i said i'm walking by faith so okay but i let me do and be in accordance of what needs to be prayed for mm-hmm. along with that so i pray also okay and I'm just being real. I can't do nothing but me myself, be real. Okay, I did not. <laughs> Whew, all right. So I'm I, 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 I okay. All right, so we pray for Aunt Shirley as well, Father, and the loss of her son who was killed. Wow, and I was just talking about that. See, yeah, and that just, so yeah, I was in the right, you know what, God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was in alignment. I was in alignment, you know, okay. Thank you, God. Thank you all. Thank you all for that. We pray for the ones who lost loved ones, along with Aunt Shirley, along with others who've been shot and others uh, who've been lost their family members in ways of sickness. Lord, I, I pray right now because it is not a good thing. My, my grandfather was lost by gun violence last year, around the same time last year. And it's just, it's not fair, it's not fair, it's not fair, but the Lord is in control. The Lord knows what he's doing. We may not understand it, but God, we give you thanks. We'll give you thanks. So right now, I pray for Aunt Shirley, I pray that you give her strength also in the loss of her son, Lord, along with the healing, but with the loss of her son. Give her strength and the supporting cast around her, her family, Lord, that you give them the strength to be in availability for her, to be at, 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 at right there for her with what she's battling, what she's dealing with, with loss, with grief, Lord. Help her that when she is weak, you are strong and the family around her are strong with her in prayer and in helping out in love through their actions by being there. Do you need some food? Do you need me to cook something? Do you need me to um, drive you anywhere? Do you need something from outside the house? Whatever it is, do you need me to be at home with you at the house? You want me to talk? Lord, I pray that love will be shown in action by her family members around her and that, that she, her heart will be so full by the compassion and love for her family That that she will be strong again. It will take time. Yes. Because grief, it will be taking time. We don't know how long grief will be for her. We don't. But I pray, Father God, that healing aspect of it, that the healing that will be done with, we done dealt with for as the loving for her heart as well. So that that stress will be subsided, that 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 that, that the, the, those emotions going crazy right now will be subsided in time. I pray that those family members around her, along with favored by God, that she they will be around her and be able to be her strength, just like they were able to hold up Moses' arms in that battle when the victory was being won because his arms were held up and his arms were being helped to be held up. I pray that her family around were to keep her up and prayer, and be her strength when she's weak, and she's tired, and she can't just be her own, can't hold on, that her family will be able to hold her up, and that she will be able to walk through this time right now with the love around her. Thank you, Lord. We thank you right now, Father. for on Shirley. And I pray that even favored by God herself and her family members, that they will be strengthened as well, because it's not just her that's being affected, it's all of the family that's being affected. So I don't wanna negate them. I wanna pray for them too. Give them the strength, Father God, even now, because it's hard to be strong for someone else when you're hurting too. And so I pray for the healing of their hearts and give them the strength right now during their time of grief and give them a, pre- a peace right now that surpasses all understanding from you, God, because they're going through as well along with her, Miss Shirley. And so I pray right now that you strengthen the whole entire family so they can lean on each other along with you, Father God, because you are in the midst of this family. You are the stronghold of that family, keeping them together and keeping them uplifted and keeping them able to walk and move forward. So hear my prayer, God. Hear my prayer. And to those others who are battling loss too that you will hold them up, send the people that need to be around them, the right ones, not the one that cause confusion, not the one that cause doubt, not the one that cause anger, not the one that cause discord, no, the one that brings love, the one that be, brings peace, joy, gentleness, kindness, love, joy, all these different fruits of the spirit, self-control, all these different fruits of the spirit, that they will bring that, these, Jesus, that they will bring you, to to those who are hurting. So they will see light, even in their pit of darkness in their minds right now, that you will show your light and be strong to them, with them, for them, and not to deter them and push them away. There's so much of family issues that go on in a time of loss. It doesn't make sense, God. It is just senseless. But I pray, Lord, that all of that will be moved away. And there will be love and peace and and, and and um togetherness with each other. So it'll make the family stronger, not lack thereof. And that there will be peace. And then they will carry the legacy of that son, they will carry the legacy of that daughter, they will carry the legacy of that father, that auntie, or whomever it is, they will carry that with them and say that I remember. And I'm gonna to continue to carry who they are with me. Oh my gosh! Hear my prayer, Father God. Be the light in the in the pit of darkness. It's in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. Amen. So I thank you all for coming on. I thank you. I pray you receive the favor by God. Like I said, I didn't know, but look. <laughs> I'm giving it all to God. I was walking by faith, and God did it. So forgive me, Lord, for doubting that, that right there. Was just, yeah, that's that's on me. So I got that. So you all, I thank you all for that. I thank you, Lord, for this experience. Just to continue, you're welcome, everybody. God, you welcome. Just to continue to be available, and even even when, and let that be a testimony for those who might see this later. Even if, you, if it doesn't look right, we walk by faith. Not by sight, and that's why I kept saying I walk by faith, even though I don't know it all, because I don't. I walk by faith, and in all of it, I was still in line with the Lord, and I thank God for that because all I was doing was being in line with Him. I'm not trying to corrupt, do nothing. No, I just want to be in the will of the Father and help others with through the Father, and and He got the victory. And and I just thank the Lord for that. I thank you, favored by God, you were blessed by that, and I pray. Your auntie Shirley will continue to um will get better by the day and stronger by the day inside and out and that victory has already been established like I said before and the only goodness and, and, and mercy of God will continue to flow from this now forth continue to trust in the Lord he is always with you he'll never leave you never forsake you Shanika, you as well. He'll never leave you, never forsake you. Continue to lean on him with all your might. Don't walk in that doubt. Don't walk in that fear. Continue to do what you do. Continue to be strong in God. Even if it looks, doesn't even look right, don't feel right. We got to be strong in the Lord. We got to continue to press forward to the mark of the high calling. We can't look back. Don't look back. Don't look back, because you might get discouraged. Don't look back, because you might be start questioning again, don't look back. Don't go, don't go that way. Don't go that way. Keep pressing forward. There might be potholes. watch God cover them. <laughs> there might be boulders. watch God shift them. Watch God move in your situations, y'all. Watch God move in your situations. He, If he's done it before, it's cliche as it is, it's true. If he's done it before, he will do it again because you know who the, your God is. You know who our God is. You know who Jesus is. He makes a way out of no way. By our spirits, we know <laughs> and we declare that we already won the victory. We already won the battle. God already wanted for us, even in the stuff ahead of us, even in the stuff ahead of us, even in the tasks we don't even know yet, even in the assignments in front of our faces. Even years ahead. Victory is already established. Mm, 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 I don't even say it like that. Victory is already established. So I thank you, God, for the confirmation now. Today. March 16, 2021, victory is already established. And as we go forward, amen, as we go forward, every situation, every obstacle, every assignment, every task, you say, If you remember this, you say, victory is already established. Because my God is with me. He goes before me. He never leaves me. He never forsake me. So he already knows what's ahead of me. Victory is already established. So you guys, I thank you guys for coming on. I thank you for chilling with me tonight and hearing the word from the Lord, a powerful, like I said, you ain't here from the beginning, you go back, I prom- I kind of just reiterate the same thing, but victory, already establishing the, the girl. Man, that's just a powerful story, powerful message. So you guys continue to have a good night. I pray you have peaceful rest. I could pray that you continue to let your light shine. I can t- pray you continue to trust in the Lord. Don't let that negative get in your mindset. Don't let that negativity get in your heart. I know it's going to try its best. It might be successful in some things. I'm not going to knock that. But I do know one thing. I know it ain't going to last. I know the Lord is with us. And we trust God and believe God. That stuff ain't going to last. The pain is only temporary. God says that a lot. And a lot of messages I read from this one prophet, the Lord said, it's only temporary. It's only but for a short time. It's only for a short time. Look at that. Only for a short time. You got all this. All this. Only for a short time. God bless you. Thank you. It's only for a short time. But you keep walking through. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil because you are with me. Am I reading what's in front of me right now? Yep. (laughs) I'm going to read this and I'll be done. Psalm 23 is on my poster right here in front of me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yet even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. (laughs) Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Maybe you got some scripture you have in your mind. Put it up on the wall. Write it down. I used to do that when I was in college and put it in my dorm room. Put it up on the wall. Go look at it. Speak it out. Those scriptures that you got on your mind and heart and that you always have in your heart to speak. And the enemy comes sometime. You might want to put it up and you might forget it sometime. You go in that room and say, OK, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I don't know who that was for. So you guys have a good rest of the night. I know I'm saying it. Sorry. I got more innings than JB right now. <laughs> <laughs> I see what he mean now. <laughs> oh, man. I wish you were here for this one. <laughs> I got more innings than JB tonight. Anyway, you guys, take it easy. I'm out this time. And uh, Hoodie out. Lord, I know